The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, part, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited, and I have to step back. We are super excited. Super excited. <laughs> to have next us in the house, e. Like... What do I owe this pleasure? I, I mean, know, like I the sun is shining down on me. I feel like I need to pay for <laughs> I it. Mean, I mean, really, <laughs> we have two of, you know, my favorite peeps, Josh and Mary Beth. Welcome. Thank you so much. Awesome to be here. <laughs> so glad you are. So, Josh, and we're going to talk to you as well, Mary Beth. But I am curious, Josh. Last time I saw you, you were not with Nextus. That's right. Tell us about a little bit about who you are for our listeners and how you got over to Nextus. Yeah, thanks so much for having us and giving us a chance to tell a bit of the Nextus story. So I'm Josh Oding. I'm the president and CEO of Nextus. Uh, for those of you that have been in the community a while, formerly called E2E, uh, a movement that started in kind of the 2014, 2015 timeline. I'm from Wichita. Um, for, for folks that are in the area, like I, I I started in at like in Hayesville. I went to USD 259. I went to Andover schools. I went to Rose Hill schools. I went to Wichita State. So I say like other than some parts of Westside Wichita, like I'm, I'm one of you. I'm from here. And, and something that happened to me early on that I look back on that made me a, a little different was I got like a, a Commodore 128 computer in like the fourth grade. And, you know, it's kind of a poor kid and getting a computer exposed me to technology at a time when it just made me a little different than a lot of folks in the Midwest or a lot of folks my age. And when I look back now, this confluence of technology and innovation and entrepreneurship have just been a pretty big theme of uh, both my personal life as well as my professional life. So, you know, I think you've, you've had entrepreneurs on the show uh, they always did something as they were kids. So for me, it was sports cards, buying, selling, trading sports cards, uh, moved into a window washing business that I had while I was in college to kind of pay some of the bills. Nice. But then I really started to get some exposure to technology. I was an entrepreneurship undergrad at WSU in 99. So kind of the height of that dot-com era uh, and, and was able to kind of get a flavor and a taste for technology. And, um, and then ultimately spent a little bit of time at Coke Industries where I really got to go deep into... Uh, innovation and technology. And to, to kind of close the story off with how I ended up with E2E, a woman named Trish Braisted, who frankly has been uh, ahead of her time with some of the things she's been mm -hmm. doing with yeah. 
innovation and technology and startups set me down in the spring of 18, I believe, and said, I have a role for you. you. You need to come do something. And at the time I was working at Coke, frankly, having the time of my life. And she told me this story of this entity that was called E2E mm-hmm. that had really been formed by a, a, a group of local, active, engaged business leaders that just thought we had lost our entrepreneurial mojo Mm -hmm. and said, we got to do something about it. Our community's not growing. Our wages are not growing. Our talent is leaving. And and their, you know, their cure for that ailment was more entrepreneurship. And so that became E2E. And it was about to come into a rebirth scenario. And she said, you need to come do it. And I looked her in the eye and said, I don't think I can do it. I'm, I'm really all in at Coke. I've been here for a decade. Um, so how can I help you? What will you do if I can't, you know? And she said, well, we might have to shut it down because mm. we've kind of been through this. We've done a search. We really don't have any money in the bank and we need the right leader. And I'll tell you right in that moment, I just kind of very humbly looked at myself and said, "I like, this is me. I mean, I, I started with, I'm from here. I'm one of y'all. I believe technology. I believe innovation and entrepreneurship or how, you know, kind of communities can can add some prosperity to themselves in ways they don't have. And I made the leap. So here we are now. It's been three and a half years. Mary Beth joined midway through um, and we're having a lot of fun. I bet. I mean, that is a story right there. <laughs> That's a story. It, one quick. When you said Commodore, she tried, Ebony tried to act like she didn't know what that was. So can you explain what that is? Oh, it was uh, a computer. We'll just say that. It was a computer that had a floppy disk. If you remember the big floppy disk, not the little floppy disk. You got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, I, you know, before we go on to Mary Beth, you used to trade sports cards. That was, that was the thing. Yeah. Like baseball. Football, Football, basketball, I would go to garbage uh, fail kids. Well, I did have those too, but they didn't have the value that <laughs> oh, they have I now. See. But yeah. uh, you know, I was um I moved around a lot as a kid, so uh big Denver Bronco fans, the John Elway rookie cards, mm. the King Griffey Jr. rookie cards. Okay. Yeah, that was my thing. I see. Unfortunately, I got rid of them all a long time oh, ago. Man, if right. you still had those, woo. That's right. <laughs> Mary Beth. Hi. Uh, hi there. <laughs> So how'd you get over to Nextus? Well, it's interesting. I, I mean, as you guys know, uh, and I sort of like Josh's phrase, sort of the personal and the professional, you know, intersection. Um, for me, that personal and professional intersection is I just have a real passion around this community being all that it can be. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the last you know few decades in between, you know, raising kids and doing all the stuff you got to do at home, um, I've been able to really get more and more engaged in that. And some of that was while I was spending my 15 years out at Coke Industries as the you know face of Coke with the chamber, with, you know, with other organizations. Some of that was on my own, becoming a nerd community volunteer for organizations like the YMCA or the, um, go, you know, Visit Wichita. And I, but with, um, with Nextus, as I was transitioning away from um, the Wichita Festivals organization, um, Nextus was kind of as Josh, you know, portrayed it, just a, a really well-suited opportunity. In fact, I, I credit one of our community's great connectors, Shelly Pritchard with Wichita <laughs> Community Foundation. Shout out, um, Shelly. She basically got Josh and I talking because we'd not met that's nope. during the time right. our uh, our Coke careers. Overlapped. Really? Oh, my. And, um, and we just sort of sat down and I, you know, it was an opportunity to take 
my engagement and investment and interest in the business community of this region and help that business community think differently, focus differently, and engage differently with young companies. So, you know, Josh and I believe strongly that the the future success of this region is highly dependent on us becoming even more involved in the innovation economy. Mm-hmm. Um, we need existing businesses and community organizations to use tomorrow's tools, not yesterday's, to be early adopters, not last adopters of up and coming, you know, things that are going to help us operate, you know, work harder, not, I mean, work smarter, not harder mm-hmm. uh, on some of our most pressing issues, whether those are in businesses or they are in community organizations. And from where we sit, the young entrepreneurs or the, the entrepreneurs um, starting young companies in these tech-enabled realms, these startups, are the ticket to tomorrow's economy and to the growth of our community and to helping really, really smart people like we have in leadership, in business and in community organizations um, work with tomorrow's tools uh, to do better Mm -hmm. uh, on behalf of their own businesses, their customers and the community at large. And so um, I my last day at festivals was August 15th and my first day at Nextus was August 16th. And I'd really already sort of gotten up and running, you know, through that transition time. And we're just excited. I mean, Nextus has one purpose in life. What is that purpose? (laughs) (laughs) That is to help young companies grow, to help entrepreneurs, the founders and the teams that are solving tomorrow's today's problems with tomorrow's solutions. And we do that with a variety of things. We we work to connect them with resources that they need. So connections, capital. There's, you know, investing in and engaging in with a monetary and a, and a momentum building, you know, participation in these young companies. We need to do that more and better in our region. Uh, and then customers, you know, what, what young companies need is um, an understanding of a path to, and in some cases, a little bit of matchmaking with mm-hmm. prospective mm-hmm. customers. And we try to do that. Um, we primarily focus on kind of high potential business tech enabled, you know, that sort of traditional startup be. But boy, there's not an entrepreneur in this town that walks through mm-hmm. our doors or gives us a call that we won't make the right connection or provide them with, you know, a resource. So we are for all uh, entrepreneurs and founders. But programmatically, we do have a little bit of, an, of, of a focus on those that have a, 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 tech a tech foundation to what they do. And I say this a lot. You mentioned about Wichita losing its mojo entrepreneurially. I say that a lot. But have you thought about how long did we lose our mojo? And when did we, did we, when did we start it back up? Or have we really ramped it back Oh, goodness. I mean, can we be both at the same time? I think, I mean, that's, I'm one of those that, you know, loves the community, is proud of the accomplishments, Mm -hmm. the momentum, the wins, and at the same time has a very high sense of urgency for us to to move faster. Um, And so I I think it's ebbed and flowed. And I think what is, is maybe some other communities have gotten right faster than we have is just the pace of change. Um, so, you know, we have pockets, uh, you know, one of the stories that, that I've paid attention to and loved is just like kind of the local, like microbrew scene that kind of came out of nowhere. One of the things I love about it is how collaborative that they are and how they work with yes. each other. I think there's a lot of really interesting lessons learned there. Um, 
you know, I think some communities have have kind of in, embraced uh, what you would call STEM, you know, so the science, technology, engineering, math have really figured out ways to to be kind of a, a little budding hotbed of starting some of those businesses that have maybe a higher propensity to raise some outside capital. In general, they're going to be, uh, you know, be positioned to retain some of the talent coming out of the university frankly, add jobs and wage uh, at, a, at a higher wage than an average might be in the community a little faster. So I think there are some other communities that are knocking that out a little faster than we are. But at the same time, I mean, I think we'll talk a little bit about um, what we're doing with Next Stage, what's been going on with Wichita Startup Week. I think there's a lot of wins in the community, um, mm-hmm. but I think we need a heck of a lot more. So I, and, and I'm probably one of those people, like, we'll never arrive from my perspective, there will never be a there there. Uh, right. When we get to the top of the mountain, we'll need to keep pushing even harder. How would you define success and what you guys are doing? I mean, how, how do you measure yeah. that? How do you define it? Yeah, I think there's, Saul, so I'll let you fill this in. I think there's two things that we think a lot about. And as kind of the leader of the organization, with an organization whose aim is to improve the community, we really have two scorecards. One is how are we doing as a team, as a staff? I mean, four and a half employees at an organization, I'm the leader of that organization. So making sure our bills are paid, we have you know key strategies and roadmaps in place that the team is fulfilled and is growing. So you have a bit of a scorecard and success for our own organization. And we would measure those things and you know, the number of pilots that we facilitate between our corporate partners and entrepreneurs, the kind of capital that we get deployed, the number of rounds of investments we make through our investment center group. So we have some really tangible measures, both organizationally as well as our outcomes. But, but really the scorecard is like, what's the health of the innovation and startup community of the community? And, and that's that one's a little hard to look at because it's long-term in nature. Uh, I mean, many things that are well outside of our control or influence. And so it's a great day. Any day we get introduced to a new entrepreneur, Uh, however we get introduced to them, uh, you know, we want to, we want to meet them. We want to connect them in any ways that we can. Um, You know, other milestones will, will be that when she and I are on, you know, a podcast like this in the future, that, a company that was born and grown and started in Wichita, we could point around the corner and it has a 10-story building full of a thousand employees. Mm-hmm. And it's the physical representation of innovation and entrepreneurship that was started and grown here. I mean, so that's the real long-term, you know, wins that just they just take a while. Did I miss anything? No, not at all. It, you know, when you look around at other cities, other communities, other states that are tr- that are focused intently on building this many people call it an ecosystem of entrepreneurship. Um, that's, you know, for anyone that doesn't like that term, you know, we'll just, <laughs> we'll, we'll spin past it. But really what we look at it as um, a real team sport, right? Like this is going to take um, players that do other things full time and players that do this full time to really throw their weight behind. And um, you, you think about it as different facets, you know, education, and, you know, sort of the, the spark behind um, innovation and entrepreneurship that comes out of, you know, whether it's WSU or Newman or Friends or other universities, even down to high school and elementary school. And, you know, so all of that sort of entrepreneurial mindset, education, you look at organizations like JA or Empowered. I mean, all of that, you know, sort of contributes to the volume of entrepreneurial willingness um, in our young people in, you know, in our existing citizenry. And then you think about the um, those folks that need to be in a broad sense, making 
the environment ripe for growing more new young businesses. The Chamber is a giant player in that respect, mm -hmm. um, Greater Wichita Partnership. Uh, and then you get into folks that are at it in a more, you know, sort of um, dedicated and granular way, whether that's Nextus, whether that's, uh, you know, Christina Long and the Create Campaign, where, you know, so we, we all try to collaborate across this coalition. And I'll tell you the way we think about it, we look at our assets as a community, as a region, we look at our gaps as a community and as a region. And we look at those through the eyes of individual stories, you know, individual entrepreneurs that, you know, need help or that have struggled. But we also try to step, take a step back and compare ourselves to other markets. So um, we have the opportunity to help individuals while also on a broader scale building programs that will be fuel for a greater number and greater variety of entrepreneurs that look around and go, yeah, I could thrive here. I could mm -hmm. try that. There'll be support systems. My, you know, the risk I take and the blood and sweat that I put into it has a chance. Um, I can find the talent that I need to grow my team. So, you know, it's tendering, you know, the, the environment in a way that, again, takes folks um, at the big picture and takes folks at the real granular, get me that first meeting with someone, give me that initial advice kind of level. So, Excellent. I'm sorry. No, I just said excellent. You know, <laughs> I, we have to find ways to to build our entrepreneurial community, right? And we have to be innovative in that thought process as well. Um, and you mentioned your programming. Can we talk a little bit about programming and what it is that you offer to specifically help these young entrepreneurs? Without a doubt. So um, maybe to build it from the ground up. So. The four of us, if, if we want this community to thrive and we think that entrepreneurs are kind of a, an outsized element of success of what is going to or drivers of success, we can't just make entrepreneurs pop up out of the ground. Mm -hmm. But we can work together to build things that if there is someone who's thinking of taking the leap or someone has started a business and is at a scaling stage, there are things that we can build physically work on every day that will help them along that way. So when we look at those entrepreneurs, we say they need capital, they need customers, they need talent, and then they need a heck of a lot of stuff. I mean, you have a lot of small business owners that that are, um, you know, are part of your chamber efforts. Like they need real estate, they need insurance, they need mental health and therapy, shoulders to cry on, coaches and friends. They need all that stuff. So we just say capital, we can build some programs there. Customers, we can build some programs there. Talent, we can build some programs there. So I'll start maybe with capital, pass off to you for the customers. Um, we run uh, an angel investment syndicate. It's called Accelerate Venture Partners, AVPICT.com. And uh, I don't love the description, but I think it's the fastest way to describe it. You know, Shark Tank without the makeup and the cameras, essentially. <laughs> we um, engage, you know, really local, active, engaged business leaders that uh, are looking to invest in and support kind of the next generation of entrepreneurs. And at the same time, we meet with entrepreneurs that are raising capital to scale and grow their businesses. And we throw little monthly get togethers where we put the entrepreneurs on a stage um, and frankly, uh, you know, give them an opportunity to tell their story. Uh, maybe they have some open roles in addition to the capital that they're looking for. Um, you know, you have customers in the room, you have potential go-to-market partners in the room. Uh, so we've been running that since November of 2018. I think we'll send, you know, kind of, we'll make investment number 11 or 12 in the next month. So I think that'll be 12 investments in nine companies for getting close to three and a half million bucks in the last, um, well, not even quite three years yet. So uh, um, it's, it's kind of uh, 
programmatically how we think about getting capital mobilized. And frankly, when we think big, kind of like bend the, the shape of the risk capital continuum in the community um, to, to really show a vision that if, you know, if you have kind of the thought to go start a new business or you've started a new business that needs some capital to grow, generally and you're in a technology world, the financial markets like lending and traditional loan is really not quite a fit for you. So you need some equity and risk capital. So that's AVP. Um, and frankly, people can just go to the website and apply and, and we're meeting with folks all the time um, trying to get the right match for then who to put in front of the room. Yeah, and it's interesting. AVP is a is a matchmaker. It really does sort of make a market for connections between folks who are willing to put a little capital behind exciting, high mm-hmm. potential young companies, and then those who need it. And so we we are interested in diversifying our reach and base of both. So we want more and different entrepreneurs that didn't know AVP existed and that was even an environment. I mean, an avenue could to come find us and apply to present in front of the group and get funding. But we also want folks that might be in a little bit of a give back stage or um, which is a terrible phrase because you're actually investing and right. you hope to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But who might have the, the energy to get engaged with some earlier stage investments with some higher risk capital uh, to give a young company a fighting chance at scaling up and uh, and to be a part of their success train or to be a shoulder to cry on if it it goes the other way. But um, so I think that's neat because we try to do that very same thing for young companies with regard to helping their customer journey. Meaning we try to make markets, we try to match make from both sides of the coin. Um, We run a program called Next Stage, which um, we've been doing for a couple of years now that is primarily designed to be a matchmaking competition or service between young companies with tomorrow's tools to offer and more established companies or community organizations that frankly need to learn how to speak startup um, to push their innovation journeys farther faster. Wow. Um, and so we, you know, we, we've done this in a couple of different industry areas, including community technology, health, community vibrancy, mm. ed tech, you know, what are some of the things that are constraining the growth and smooth operations of our community organizations? Can technology tools help them? And we try to form, you know, as sort of a matchmaker between those. So the young companies grow and, you know, the, the old school folks in community organizations and companies, they maybe wake up tomorrow thinking differently Mm. about how they could solve problems and who they could partner with and how collaboration with these you know, these outsized engines of change and innovation, you know, could, you know, could help push their organizations along. She was talking about me. When oh, I well, was, you know, <laughs> I try not to look at you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she looked right at me. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, on that note. Uh, <laughs> friends, it's time to hear a word from our sponsors. Um, we'll be back with Mary Beth and Josh. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit evergy.com stay safe to learn more. As a convener of people and ideas, 
the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce continues to extend our reach and maximize our efforts to provide the best possible business environment in our region. Your partnership is imperative for accelerating business success. We invite you to visit wichitachamber.org to learn more about the benefits of membership and become involved with our efforts to provide success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. Visit wichitachamber.org and follow us on your favorite social media platform. Welcome back, friends. We are here with Mary Beth Jarvis and Josh Oding from Nextus, and we're hearing a little bit about what they do to make our community better. So we just got done talking a little bit about Next Stage. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, a week you just finished up? I'll tell you, these are exciting times mm. um, in the world of Nextus, and specifically Next Stage. We actually had um, the culmination of our most recent uh, pilot competition. This one focused on financial technology. I mean, when I the way I think about it um, is this: this region is probably just exactly the right size and has the potential to be, uh, you know, really a leader in the area of proving out new technologies. Right? If could the air capital of the world become the pilot capital of the world, meaning in various er industry areas and community technologies? Could we be, could we just put out a, you know, plant a flag in the ground and put out a sign that says innovation's welcome, we'll give them a whirl for you. And with regard to financial technology, we've got local partner banks that are doing exactly that. Um, they have helped us curate groups, global applicants, but curated down to the most promising finalists with technologies most likely to add value for our region's banks and financial institutions um, things that help improve the customer experience in this world of nobody walks into a bank, yeah. um, you know, they do it all digitally, or things that help them operate smarter, or things, and this year's crop of finalists had an amazing array of, of capabilities designed to help the folks in the community that have been largely unengaged in banking and financial services. They've either opted out or they just aren't involved in the modern sort of credit or banking industry, and there's lots of them. Mm. How, how can they be better served? And frankly, technology is, you know, is the key to a lot of that. And so we had 107 total competitors this year, 12 of which were our finalist group. Amazing, diverse, exciting group. 92% of our finalists had either... Um, ethnic minority or female founders, just a super a rich array of wow. life experiences that are coming to the table to offer these financial tools. And our local banks, credit unions, and financial services um, companies got to look at them and uh, and have the chance now to work with them. So to be pilot adopters, right, to run a program, mm -hmm. to deploy their technologies. And um, and we just, we want that drumbeat to continue to spread. So it was, it was exciting. Um, you know, whenever you can get 12 uh, entrepreneurial teams in from all over the country yeah. um, to integrate with our local startups, our local entrepreneurs, and our local businesses, um, you really end up with a shot in the arm with regard to innovation energy and entrepreneurship. If I can interject real quick, did that 92% surprise you? In this particular realm of technology, a little bit. Because yeah. the financial technology world, you know, one might assume uh, was less diverse than that. When we brought in a group of community health and vibrancy technology finalists that was that diverse, that didn't surprise me as much. But what I love is that there's folks with their own, you know, human stories stepping up to solve problems, even in an industry as old, you know, and established as banking and finance with an eye towards 
diverse customers, diverse community members and the future. And it just it's so energizing to work, you know, with with problem solvers like that. I, th- I think what you said at the end is that like entrepreneurs of the world today are so smart at starting with solving a real problem. Mm-hmm. It's there is still a lot of man. We built this great tech. Let me go find somebody in the world who will buy this product or who or where this this research really will be commercialized and used in the world. But so many entrepreneurs are really, really good at starting with real problems to solve. And increasingly, a lot of the problems are right in front of our face. They're things that we've dealt with on a day to day basis. And so people are highly passionate about solving those problems and frankly, building businesses to solve those problems. And what's interesting, if you keep playing it out, is the talent of the world loves to work for those kinds of companies. It's very mission-driven. It's very purposeful. Oftentimes, they're problems that they themselves and their communities dealt with. So it's a talent competitive advantage when you're building some of the kinds of businesses that she's talking about and that we've experienced. Excellent. That's awesome. I mean, I'm getting excited just hearing everything that you guys are talking about because you have a mission to make Wichita better, right? And make businesses better and connecting them. So tell me, what can Wichita do for you? What can we do in the community to help you? Um, Where do I start? So I I think there's a couple ways. So maybe we'll put you in a a couple of different buckets. Um, If you're you're an experienced, um, engaged business leader, uh, you know, of a, of a, of a well-established company, uh, perhaps you should look at being an angel investor in, uh, in our you know, Accelerate Venture Partners Angel Syndicate. Maybe mentorship uh, for some of these earlier stage companies is, is you know, a great fit and a great place to plug in. Um, if you're already a small business you know, leader or small business owner, but you're at the early stages of high growth, uh, what we would ask is push harder, you know, keep going, uh, look at the world and look at the globe as your customer base uh, and knock on our door and let us know if we can help. Perhaps we can make some connections for you. Uh, that could be through the Angel Investment Syndicate. It might be through kind of the next stage partner program that we build, or it might be just some of our education and boot camps. If, if you kind of have that idea, you're not sure if you're an entrepreneur uh, find the right people to engage that will both encourage you, but also be a bit of an accountability partner for you to go. You've had this idea for a few years. Like, how, how could you get started? And in most instances, that does not mean uh, taking the highest risk or raising the capital or leaving the current role. So if you're, if you're thinking about it, get started. Um, and then I think finally, you know, we, we run a 501c3. Uh, and so if there are corporate partners out there that are looking for sponsorship opportunities, if there's folks that are looking for their philanthropic endeavors to, to help build kind of the, this, this bridge between kind of the public and private, that's a core part of what we do. Um, and then finally, I mean, we love feedback too. Like, tell us what we're missing um, along the way. Yeah, I think I would add two things. The first is with respect to those, you know, businesses that might want to get involved with us. It was funny both Josh and I kind of think about it this way. We, we want our business community to think about entrepreneurship and innovation, not with that pat, pat on the head, mm. you know, I'll buy a table at your event and support. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Great. Buy a table. Awesome. But really, it's more about powering innovation in your own business and in your community by getting engaged, you know, with, with what we do. And so it's about your innovation journey and your talent journey and your community's journey, not just you know, kind of that sort of um, 
you know, marketing community relations exposure of, you know, quote unquote, supporting entrepreneurship. And here's a great example of that. So this is my second thought. Um, we recently had the first ever Wichita Startup Week. And it was, Nextus was a partner in that, but the real energy behind it was a, a small but mighty group of young entrepreneurs or of, of, of entrepreneurs in our community with their own young companies, their own business journeys, their own sweat and blood, you know, being dispensed every day to, to grow uh, their ventures. But they turned and looked at each other and said, why not? create something that has interesting programming, that builds networking and community, that celebrates the energy of entrepreneurs. And um, so they they organized the first ever Wichita Startup Week. Uh, big companies like Coke Industries and, and others, and, and Cox Communications and others got involved to support it. Um, we had, you know, the lieutenant governor and others, you know, of, of relevance speak uh, we heard the entrepreneurial journeys of folks like the Camarenas. And, and you know, so it was it was just that like and, and our next stage financial technology culmination, our innovation showcase was a part of that week. So um, if you're individually looking for how you can get involved, the answer is help build that momentum. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, next just does this 12 months of the year. So you don't have to wait for next fall's Wichita Startup Week, which we hope will be amazing as the second <laughs> annual. Um, but get involved to you know help build the support system, help build the programming, help build the environment, both real and perceived, so that folks thinking about taking that leap and taking the risk of starting a new business can look around and feel like they really could thrive and really uh, have a shot at success in our community growing you know, the next big, the next big businesses. I love all of that. And and just, you know, as we are wrapping up for people who need a little more help with some specifics. So for a company like the one that we may work at or other ones, what are specific steps that I can take small steps maybe um, because that's a whole paradigm shift in, in thinking of how corporations can help um, entrepreneurs or how we can look at our own uh, model of business and innovate um, because we've been doing it for over 100 years, right? right. And so what does that look like? So I think, in, you know, I'm going to make an assumption that your leadership team has kind of key business strategies already at play across the organization that are perhaps changing the user experience or the way in which you engage your user base, perhaps in ways which you think about attracting and retaining talent inside the organization. There might be basic you know, kind of cost takeout measures or targets inside of big companies. All of those present opportunities to engage with the smaller, earlier emerging companies that offer solutions in all those spaces. You can certainly go to your large incumbent providers who you might think of in any of those areas, Mm -hmm. but they also give you a great place to come to a group like us and say, okay, we're we're working on, you know, uh, the ways in which our customer base pays their bills. And today we're sending them in the mail and, and you know, we have these, these lags, but we're really looking at digital ways in which to do that. Our incumbent providers, it's like ABC solutions. We were really wondering if it could look like this. Well, we, we go find startups around the world that are doing those kinds of things. We see a harder push for someone that works for an established company to kind of go, let's, the whole business has a, a, a plan for the year that's going down this lane. Let me go do something that's completely unrelated to that to get this new innovation started. You're just making it a little harder on yourself, right? If you can find ways in which your organization is already moving and then, you know, whether or not you, you work with us or otherwise, those can be the best bridges to immediately tuck in, do some simple experimentation, 
doesn't have to have huge budgets aligned with it, but you really dig in. It can be a whole lot of knowledge exchange between the startup community and your large enterprise. And then really interesting things can grow out of that. Conversely, somebody's coming in with an idea. How do they contact you folks? Well, they find us, don't they? Apparently it's working. Yeah, I mean, hello at nextus.io uh, is a fast way to do it, yeah. but um, we're all easy to find. Um, yeah. Nextus.io is our website. And you can reach all of our, you know, contact information there. And, you know, the great news is that any of us can 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 brainstorm with you and get you connected to the right resource or the next next step. Are you on TikTok yet? <laughs> I just you asked. need to get on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok. Uh, definitely on Twitter. <laughs> definitely on LinkedIn. Definitely on, uh, you know, the broader internet. But I don't think we've not started hearing, TikTok. Not yet. hearing TikTok. Yeah, I'm not uh, hearing the enthusiasm behind Mary that. Beth, so. TikTok. No, no, not not playing that game yet. Not, she said yet. Yet. She There's said hope. yet. There is hope. Excellent. We'll follow your lead. <laughs> oh, God, you'll never We'll be, be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be waiting. We appreciate you folks being on the show. Now it's time for a little bit of fun. We're going to do a word association. I, oh, no. I want to do, and I like this I because I want to answer from each one of you. I want to see how aligned. Okay. Josh goes first. Oh, and man. not aligned you are. So ask you one question. I mean. Ask you one word, you give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Ready? Ready. Okay. Leader. Oh. Josh Oding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say servant. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. College. Shockers. You going with that answer too? No, I got to go with Irish. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Indeed. I'm Did sorry. The okay. They need yeah. all the mojo they can get from their fan base right now. Beverage. Ooh. <laughs> Refreshing. Sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> they, they went down the Not taking easy the bait, road. Man. I want to hear a scotch. Bourbon. Crown. Something. Okay. That's cool. Entrepreneur. Oh, force of nature. Yeah, game changer. Nice. nice. Uh, failure. Oh, not as bad as you think it is. <laughs> Learning experience. Yeah. Wichita. <laughs> oh, potential. Exactly mm. the same word I was going to use. Uh-oh, they're yeah. aligned. Line, they're aligned. Yeah. Hero. Oh, man. Did you ever know that oh, you're don't do my that. So many heroes. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go thematic again. With I, I, I just love people that are willing to take a blank sheet of paper and try to fill it in and, and, and you know, uplifting a community along the way. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't go specific, but. Yeah. Anybody who's a passionate problem solver, okay. I will call a hero. Chamber. Man. Center of mass, right? Like the, the center of gravity around which momentum can, can continue to just build, build, build. Yeah. I think back to, you know, potential for Wichita. I think the, the, this is like one word association. I'm giving a sentence, <laughs> uh, you know, chamber plus the startup community equals uh, a lot more than what we have right now. So I think it's back to potential. Nice family. Oh, jeez, it's everything. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm about to be a grandma, so what? Oh, nice. My my focus on family is pretty profound right now. Very good vacation. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. When, when was that? Good. We all work from home, which means we always all we always work. Is that it? Jeez. Yeah. Last but not least, fun. 
Oh, this. What? Yes, winning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, feed, I mean, feeding off the energy of what we do is truly fun. Excellent. We truly appreciate you folks rolling through. <laughs> yes, this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you for stopping by. Um, we look forward to all the success that you'll continue to have. And please let us know how we can help. Everyone, they've given you the website. They've given you the channels to reach them. So make certain that you do so. TikTok and, coming soon. I don't know about that. <laughs> but <laughs> However, please make sure you like our podcast. And yes. Make certain that you share it and leave comments as to who you'd like to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T -T at wichitachamber.org.